Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Uh, what will the New Orleans Saints do at quarterback? Will it involve Derek Carr as the Raiders are going to cut Carr? Uh, we know that the Dallas Cowboys should cut Zeke Elliott, but Jerry's too emotional and doesn't think rationally. Logic doesn't go into Jerry's thinking football-wise, business-wise, it does. But anyway, out of bounds, ESPN 105, not the zone. We'll ask our NFL insider friend coming up next. Show is brought to you by Sound and Communications. That's Soundcom. Sound and Communications. And they provide leading edge audio visual for churches, businesses, and sports facilities. Soundcomav.com. Mike Natillier at Mike Natillier on Twitter, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Mike D., uh, what do you make of where the Saints may be going uh, in the QB market, if anywhere? Well, I think they definitely have zeroed in on Derek Carr. Um, The issue of acquiring Carr um, via a trade I always thought was a long shot even though I think he is the guy they really want. And I think they'll make – they're still not out of the Derek Carr sweepstakes, but now it opens it up to other teams that will have some interest, if it's Carolina, Jets, whoever. But I have no doubt Carr is the guy on top of their list that they want. And I think they'll make a heavy play for him, uh, despite, you know – him vetoing that trade, and if I'm his agent, I'd have vetoed it also. Uh, you're going to get much more money uh, outside uh, of that deal than if you would have just been dealt to the Saints. It was a smart move on his agent's part. Uh, this is a quarterback-starved league, and it, it just takes one to really overpay you. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, I think Carr is the guy. After that, I think it becomes a little bit interesting if Carr is not the guy uh, of where do they go. And um, there are people on this uh, in this organization who really like Baker Mayfield. Oh. Mm. So just keep that in mind. Yikes. If it doesn't work out with, with Derek Carr. Well, every Saints fan listening just became a big Derek Carr to New Orleans fan. Uh, uh, yeah, overnight, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, so to speak. But I think the philosophy has to change uh, with the Saints. And, and that is they have not really spent much draft capital in, say, the last 10 years on drafting quarterbacks. They did pick Garrett Grayson a few years back, Ian Book, uh, but that you're going to whiff on, on a lot of that. 
And uh, my, my former neighbor, he passed away uh, last year, Joe Clark. He was a, a backup quarterback for the Cleveland Browns back in the 50s. And uh, he told me about Paul Brown, that Paul was really always believed in that uh, draft or trade for a quarterback every year that you got to do it. And Joe uh, told me the story that when Otto Graham, who was really way ahead of his time in the passing game, retired, Joe thought he was going to be the guy. And he said in one clean swoop, uh, Paul Brown trades for three veteran quarterbacks and drafts too. So he said that's when I started thinking about maybe getting into coaching uh, when that happened. Uh, he said the only other guy he said that really had that in mind uh, was was Ron Wolf and Mike Holmgren, and, and he's right about the fact that you know they they come into Green Bay and they trade for Brett, and certainly that was a great run that they had with it. But at, they also drafted Matt Hasselbeck, Mark Brunel. And I remember Joe telling me he, he goes to the Packers camp and he's working out with a big raw-born kid from northern Iowa who they cut, Kurt Warner. They were all there at one time. Mm-hmm. So he says, you know what, that that was always his philosophy. And I sort of learned that from Joe, that in in the world today, you you just can't do it every once in a while. And people, oh, you're going to miss. You, you're not going to get the guy. Well, uh, tell me about all those late-round picks from last year that made the Saints team. And you get a lot of, uh, you know, silence in the background. Uh, Rashid Shahid and, and Lewis Kidd made the team as undrafted free agents. But what about all those late-round picks that they they had last year? Who made an impact? None of them. So all those statistical nerds that want to throw that out to you uh, about, well, you know, the the numbers don't add up. Man, listen, uh, all I can tell you is you got to keep trying. Because if you just hit on one of those guys, you've hit pay dirt. Uh, Was Dak a first or second round pick? No. He wasn't a first or a second round pick. He's a starting quarterback. We all know the story with Brady and Brock Purdy and, and other guys that are, have started in this league. It does happen. And I think today with more quarterbacks that are involved in the passing game than ever before, you got a better shot at it uh, of picking one in the middle to late rounds. I pick one every year. Every year I pick one. Uh doesn't necessarily have to be in round one or round two, but I pick one every year because if you hit, you got something. Sure. You got something special there. So, Der- if you handicap Derek Carr to the Saints, give me. I think the Saints are in a slight lead because of the fact that they have talked to him and they know what he wants financially. Okay. More so than, say, a Carolina where he did not visit. <clears throat> I do think the Panthers are going to be very aggressive uh, in the offseason for a quarterback. And I've heard from people who I think are pretty much in the know that they really like Derek Carr also. But 
if they can't get Derek, they would then kind of pivot toward trying to move up in round one to get Bryce Young. And that would mean getting the first overall pick. Hello. Okay. 